0: If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports Talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you.
1: Happy Tuesday to everyone in the sports universe. It is November the 9th, 2021. This is the AM Drive on 12 on Sports. We are live. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carbelis. What is going on, Aaron?
2: Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, you know, for a Tuesday, I think we got a pretty jam-packed show here with sports knowledge. So I'm excited to get started.
1: I agree. Let's first tell people about... Pick 'em Wars and this segment is presented by Pick 'em Wars. Make picks against the spread every week to win real cash prizes. Pick 'em Wars is 100% free to play, which makes it that much better. Compete against friends and us here at the AM Drive for the ultimate bragging rights. www.pickemwars.com/fly that's pick e m wars.com/f L Y to help support the show and tell them that we sent you. Aaron, how'd you do this weekend?
2: Um, I did a little worse than you did. Uh, you said you won a couple hundred tokens, I think I won 100 tokens, so um, it's a good start, but uh, you know, there's guys on there or girls, uh, with 91 percent accuracy, so I was taking kind of a deeper dive into those, like what those power ups and boosts mean, and it seems like uh. You're definitely going to need those if you want to win cash because those are highly advantageous. Whether you win them or whether you purchase them in app or on the on you know online, but uh, they are uh, they're definitely highly advantageous to the player to help them win real cash.
1: Yeah, and I think the the winner this week in the NFL had like 280 bucks. And a bunch of third place people had 40. It'd be nice to win 40 bucks just for making picks. Absolutely, but 280 is another story. Okay. Let's start off with Monday Night Football Review. There is some extracurricular coming into this game as well. But as for the game itself, the Steelers did hold off the Bears. The Bears kept sneaking around. But a lot of shoot-yourself-in-the-foot kind of penalties kind of held them back. I wear this jersey in honor of the player who got hip-checked. Cassius something. It looked like he just came out of prison, but they came and was called up from the practice squad. Great – I'm kidding. Great player. Seemed like a pretty good player. was like a fiery player. Um, I also it in honor of Justin Fields, who played pretty well, in my opinion, but just didn't have enough in his back pocket. Big Ben, classic drive at the end, too.
2: Yeah, I was actually going to say that was my first thing, was vintage Big Ben, something we hadn't seen uh, – you know, we don't see very often anymore. But, you know, it's 18-year career. You're bound to have these games where it just, you know – Mike Tomlin came to the stand uh, after after the game, and he said, uh, "You know, he had him all the way, right?" <laughs> and kind of let out a right. sarcastic laugh with that. But you know, the Chicago played tough, and ultimately they got the cover for me, which I'm happy about. They didn't get the win, but they had the lead with 30 seconds left. As a six and a half point underdog, actually pushed up to seven. I can't really be mad at that. Uh, your boy Ian, who sometimes spells me here on the, uh, on, the uh, on the on the on the show here, tried to lol me. Um, with my tweet, my preview tweet, when I said <laughs> Bears plus seven and, and money line, I bet uh, when he LOL'd me pregame, he probably didn't think he would have to sweat that. But, um, you know, hey, I had a shot. That's all I can really ask for. But we came through. You saw the bets on the text thread. And uh, we came through and made some money last night and actually gave us a winning week. So we still have officially no losing weeks so far since the NFL has started betting college and pro football, despite the fact that my college football picks have been absolute atrocities.
1: Oh, you're back down there, huh?
2: No, well, I might just have to give up on the college football pick. My AM drive five might just have to be five uh, NFL plays this week.
1: AM <laughs> drive picks to um tail Aaron on that. I tailed you with the money line and wanted to kill myself last night, but oh well. I don't know why I didn't do the plus six and a half. Come
2: on. I mean, the money line was great. It was a nice sweat, but, you know, always take the points too because things like that happen, like vintage Big Ben Roethlisberger. And...
1: They hit Matt um,
2: yeah, you know what? At the end of the game, there it seemed like Chicago just shot themselves in the foot with all the penalties. But um, even in even in the fact of uh, even in the face of the penalties, you know the, the Deontay Johnson pass right down the middle. Like anybody want to cover the middle? I mean, yeah, I know the Kilgore
1: that, guy was being roasted by um by Riddick up there in the booth.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it really uh, the taunting penalty was a little bit ridiculous, and then. It almost seemed like uh, Tony Corrente kind of, like, stuck his butt out into him.
1: Yeah, and, I noticed uh, that before yeah. they even talked about it. I was like, that looked like a hip check.
2: Yeah, like, I'm not 100% sure. Like, I thought they were going to call him for running into the ref, and then, of course, they called the taunting but, but this taunting penalty, like, these these are grown men. Like, I, I don't like the the celebration for play. Like, the problem is, is you have, like, these celebrations where, like, you're down by 21 and you you make a tackle for a loss of three yards and you want to get up and celebrate yeah, no, I understand that's ridiculous. But, you know, guy makes a good play. I, I think it was third down. He made a stop there, you know, to give the Bears the ball back. And then, of course, you know, the The, the ref
1: thought he was talking to the punter, it looked like, from his view. But the yeah. hip checking is completely – I was completely – I was mad about that. I yeah, do not like in a, that.
2: In a close game – and, God, I feel like we say this every week. In a close game, why are the referees and the officials making themselves – taking their
1: butt out in the games, yeah.
2: so uh uh you know what and these are one of those games that like i know everybody's all over matt nagy but i mean the guys still battle hard for him you can see they haven't given up
1: aaron i want to tell you my tweet because i wasn't referring to the penalties when i said that about matt nagy matt nagy is what i said last night he's the worst coach ever a 65 yard field goal attempt that fell seven yards short by the way when you have a cannon arm justin fields is a stupid decision Throw it to the end zone, dude. His career long was like fifty-two.
2: Fifty-five? have no yeah, chance I, of making that. I agree. I um there's gotta be a situation, and maybe it'll come out. I don't know if anybody really even cares to ask Matt Nagy, but um can Justin Fields throw that far? We don't yeah, know.
1: Yeah, I can tell you right now, watching him in Georgia, he can throw that far, yes. I don't
2: I don't know. I mean there's gotta be a situation it's where yards. I, I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine that either play was high high probability or high you know high percentage. Um, but yeah, it looked on the screen that, that the, the thing hit the crossbar based on the way it looked. <laughs> poor, but, poor
1: Steve Levy.
2: But yeah, turns turns out it was it was quite short. Um, I don't think there was any either. The problem is that play right before it where they tried to run the out. TJ Watt just an incredible incredible play because that could have actually been the game because. He, while he may not have made a 65 yarder, he may have been able to make like a 58 yarder. And I think that's right about where, uh, TJ the,
1: clutch, three sacks and that bat down. The bat down's huge.
2: You know, we talked about him getting paid and that's, that's why you do it. That's why you pay that guy. And, he, uh, he's you know, a monster, but good for the Steelers. They, they keep pace here in the AFC North. And that's kind of almost what you need. Um, Chicago keeps playing hard. I mean, they're, they're, they're not very good away from, from soldier field. And I don't know. I'd like to see Nagy keep his job. I, I I'm one I may be I'm not a huge defender of Matt Nagy, but I don't think the problem is all right in his uh in his lap here. I think they're gonna need time, and, and Justin Fields seems week to week to be progressing pretty well.
1: The play calling looks better, and um the the he looks Justin Fields, I agree, completely looks way better than he has. So I agree. Is we got a little dirty patriot in Boston, Aaron? I want to first say I know the entire social media is saying, oh yep, he bull jive. I, I the, the play here is Mac Jones gets blindsided by Brian Burns for a sack, loses the ball, and then Brian Burns gets kind of tripped up by Mac Jones, who thinks lose these things he still has the ball. And then as Brian Burns is twisting, it looks like Mac Jones turns his ankle, so that's why his ankle got hurt. Bull crap. Mac Jones did not, there's a reason he's not gonna be suspended. I don't think it was a dirty play whatsoever. I mean, he tried uh, to bring him to his feet.
2: Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. The 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 mindset I'm I'm trying to portray into Mac Jones is that he loses the ball. Brian Burns either looks like he has the ball or is on his way to get the ball, and Mac Jones is doing everything he can to stop that from happening. Now, nope. Brian Burns looks like he's the one who twists. Now, I agree. That Does that make it right? I don't know. But like I said, you know, Mac Jones is on the ground, gets up, has no idea what's going on. And I mean, again, we're not, we're not in Mac Jones's helmet. I mean, it does look like there's a chance that Brian Burns has the ball and he's holding on to him until his teammates can get there. I, I can't imagine that without any history that this is, uh, just automatically, you know, directed to, this is a dirty play. And, and, um, you know, Belichick said it, I think he thought Burns had the ball. It's, uh, It's it's what I believe too, regardless of your affiliation to a team. And I know how much you love to hate Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So kind of, I I actually fully expected you to be on the other side here, and I'm 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 a little uh, happy that you aren't because I think that's the right side to be on here. I mean,
1: I forgot which. What um, does Mac Jones
2: know? I mean, what does Mac Jones know? The only reason
1: why this was, I knew this, I knew this yesterday. Show, I knew this beforehand. I didn't. I don't know why there wasn't an article about it then. I have seen this player. I forgot who, who it was. Like some veterans say, "Well, I saw the play. And he he twisted. And it was dirty. The lead needs to look at that." And I and I I didn't see it until this morning until you show me the video. Mm-hmm. But to me, no one gave a crap until this player said, "Oh well, I saw him twist." Shut up, dude. Shut up.
2: <laughs> I mean, if I'm you also- look at the if you look at the play, it does look like he twisted his ankle, but. You can also tell that Brian Burns, like, tries to shake out of it, and by that, it's it's just one sequence of events after another that, right, uh, uh, visibly doesn't look great. But I have no problem with the fact that whether he either has the ball or is heading to get the ball, I'm going to do everything in my power to stop him, short of, like, grabbing if, his private parts.
1: <laughs> if people are going to criticize Newton for not jumping on a fumble, they, they would criticize they would criticize Mac Jones. Let's say Brian Burns has the ball, and he runs for the end zone. Well, why did Mac Jones try to hold his feet and bring him down?
2: Yeah, try something. Yeah, no, absolutely. I have no issue with this. I don't think the NFL will. Even if they fine him, I think they're setting a weird precedent, like you said. Like, if a quarterback loses the ball, they should just take themselves out of the play.
1: Yeah, when we come back, we have a poll that has received 57 votes courtesy of Aaron. Good job on that. Who would claim OBJ? Who do you want to see claim OBJ? has OBJ already been claimed? We're we'll be back to the end drive on 12 on Sports presented by slash fly
0: sports. Do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway. So join us at Pick'emWars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at Pick'emWars.com.
3: Download our free app and get your Popple today.
4: One of the challenges that most guys have is they don't know how to dress. But a lot of guys confuse business casual with ripped jeans and t-shirts. You have to dress for the role that you want, not for the role that you have. Buttercloth is the perfect blend between comfort and casual style, but the key word is style. It's like butter. It's so comfortable. You feel like you're wearing a t shirt. You're a business casual, but you look professional. I love the comfort. Another thing I love about Buttercloth is the collars. They come with collar stays. This shirt is the most comfortable material you will ever try and still look professional with a collar. Listen to me you look great, you're comfortable, and it's the new standard for casual. Wear.
5: Aren't you the Vice Golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph?
4: Uh, yeah.
5: Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a Pro Plus guy.
4: I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing.
5: With searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. 12-Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support 12-Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly.
1: Fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. All righty, welcome back to the AM Drive here on Client Sports Presented by Popple. If you run a podcast or a small business, it can be hard spreading the word. You got friends that want to check it out, but Aaron, will they?
2: You hope, but uh, Outlook, not good.
1: Right. Well, it's time to grow your brand with Popple. P-O-P-L. No more begging for views. No more, hey, check this out when you get a chance. Popple is an easy to use, but high-tech digital business card. Get your Popple using the code AM DRIVE for twenty percent off. Set up your links and share. People you share with don't even need Popple. Again, when you buy your Popple in keychain, credit card, or even pop socket form, use the code AM DRIVE, all caps, no spaces, for twenty percent off on Popl. Co. Aaron, we will. You ran a poll from a Twitter account. Where do you want to see OBJ sign? Next. Now the results of this poll right now with 57 votes and one day left. Patriots are 36%. Other comment, nobody commented, 35%. Saints are um third and Chiefs are fourth. I got Chiefs though.
2: You know, it's funny. I was actually hoping to see the Saints here in a spot where like, you know, Michael Thomas has now been officially done, you know, ruled out for the season. So if you're going to try to help Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon. Um, you know, continue to win ballgames and stay relevant in the playoff race. I think, you know, OBJ can do that for you. If you have a situation where you have Marquez Calloway, Traquan Smith and OBJ, you know, three, I don't know, let's call them average to above average receivers here. And you have Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram in the backfield. I think you still have a decent core for an average quarterback. And I think that's a good spot for him, but all the spots really, I mean, none of those are bad spots. I am, I'm a little disappointed in the Twitterverse. If you click other and it says comment, come on, man, what are you doing?
1: As well, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, give, me, give you. me
2: five. Give me five seconds here to tell me who you think. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks. I know they're kicking the tires on OBJ as well. They asked Pete Carroll and he declined to give an answer. So, uh, you know, who do you want to see? I don't. I want. I'm curious who the NFL fans on Twitter want to see. Whether you, whether you get it right or wrong, I don't care about that. I want to see, you know, your opinion or where you want to be or where do you think Odell Beckham will be. I mean, whether it's right or wrong, I I still like to see your thoughts.
1: Yeah, me too. And I, I wish I would have had it in front of me, but I mentioned before the break, or before the show, I forgot which one, I saw somebody say that they have a source that says Odell will sign the Patriots. I'm skeptical because I didn't click it, and the profile picture looked kind of scummy. I mean, I've saw an Odell to the um, I forgot another team. It was going, oh, you idiots! Why wow, you guys are funny? So I didn't want to. I don't know if he's going to sign with the Patriots. So if he does, that might have been true. But it was funny why the Patriots are second on that list.
2: Well, let's 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 break it down here. You have to look at teams. One, you're going to want to be a playoff contender most likely. Two, you're going to want to have strong locker room chemistry. Something that you know. Whether you agree with the, the situation with Odell Beckham's personality, attitude, or not,
3: right,
2: it hasn't been good in two stops. Yeah, you know there was a lot of crazy theatrics in New York, and you got o- Odell's dad calling out Baker Mayfield. OBS. Like, like if you put him on the Rams, and the you know he's not going to get targets like he's expecting. Actually, if you put him on most teams, he's not going to get targets like he's. I expecting.
1: mean Patriots. I mean, that's a nice little pick, though.
2: Sure, but you know, the Patriots are winning. They're what five and four at this point. They're starting to gain momentum. You know, maybe at the beginning of the year this might have been a smart play, but I don't know if Bill really wants that in. I mean, unless he's gonna sit down in Odell Beckham Jr. and say, look, you say one you 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 say one wrong word, you're gonna be cut just as fast as you came in here.
1: Yeah, and the fact that the Chiefs already have Josh Gordon's stuff on their hands and Tyreek Hill. <laughs> And a struggling team. I don't know if I want to bring him in. Although it would be great football scheme wise, if you think about it.
2: Well, I mean, Josh Gordon, I think, has like one catch since he's been there, and he's <laughs> been he's been quiet as a church mouse. Uh, so you know, you, you take that you know for what you will. Smoking weed under the
1: dang um, pews there.
2: But let me ask you a question here. Here's a spot that I don't think anybody's talking about, and. I mean, as far as a shortage of weapons, they have a really large weapon shortage in the backfield. But adding a third wide receiver would be kind of huge, and that's the Tennessee Titans. Could you imagine running out Julio, Odell, and A.J. Brown? Uh, and Julio
1: and A.J. Brown are pretty quiet, so it's not like Odell would really give them fits because they they're not big personalities. Right. Like, And A.J. Brown has shown, I don't think he has the greatest of hands.
2: Well, we don't want to debate that. The, the fact of the matter is you're you're adding a complimentary piece, not a piece that's gonna come right. and take over. You know, if you can find four or five targets a game for Odell Beckham Jr. in that offense, I mean, I don't think Ryan Tannehill would say no.
1: I'm surprised no one's brought up the Buccaneers.
2: Yeah, I mean, where are you gonna put him? Fourth wide receiver, he's gonna fall, he's gonna get buried.
1: If wins, ring, wins Odell a ring, can you imagine the firestorm that's behind that?
2: I don't want the NFL turning into the NBA.
1: Oh Personal bias. All right. Let's get to our AM Drive 5 presented by Pickamores.com slash fly. I promised that I would do this. Although we do love our friends at Popple, PickamWords.com slash fly is the presenter of this. Aaron, who are your top five college football teams?
2: All right. So these are my – First four make the playoff. These are my top five college football teams. This is not what I believe the committee is going to do, and we're going to talk about that here in just a second. <laughs> uh, so we're going to start out with, obviously, University of Georgia as number one. That's I don't, If anybody wants to put a debate to that, they're ridiculous. But uh, Cincinnati is going to stay firm at number two. They didn't lose. Um, I'm actually moving up Oklahoma this week. And by virtue of them not playing and being 9-0, and um, I'm going to put them in number three. And uh, number four, the last team for me to make the playoff, it's going to be the Ohio State Buckeyes. I understand Oregon is ahead of them, and I just believe that uh, if they played again now, I think Ohio State could beat Oregon. Yep. And uh, my my first team out is going to be Bama. I think Bama Bama was in my playoff last week, and uh, you know they struggled. They struggled more than the other teams did. Now, take it for what you will of who they played, what you believe. I don't care. That's uh, they're going to be my first team out looking in. Still, the only team with a loss in my top five.
1: My five are exactly your five, just slightly different order. Number one, since I'm kidding, no. Number one is Georgia. Number one is Georgia. I had to do it. Um, I mean, like you said, undisputed. Number one, they do not allow touchdowns or seven points for that matter. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. It's never in my lifetime, I have never seen it before. Well, since I started watching in 2005 I mean my last time it was 96 but you get it number two I've got Ohio State. I know they've got a loss but to me their loss was if Alabama's loss was in week two like Ohio states I would understand like I would completely understand if Ohio State's loss was in um like was in like week five or whatever but this is week two this is a long time ago long long time ago Number two, I've got oh, well, I said Ohio State. Number three, I've got Cincinnati. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, they won by the skin of their teeth again, but they're still controlling the narrative. They're controlling the competition. I wish they would have won by 22.5 for the sake of your a and Drive 5 purposes, but, you know, I'll yep. still give them up there. Number four, Oklahoma. I don't know if I can trust Caleb Williams after one good performance. Really? We may expecting him to do it a week earlier, but he's still up there. Number five is Alabama. I'm not saying Alabama's not the number two team in the country. But because you lost so recently, and because you struggled with LSU, really, that's a problem to me. That's a huge problem. They've got problems on that football team. They can be number two all they want to, just not in my rankings.
2: Yeah, and you're right. I mean, the thing is, the situation is here is, I understand the committee and all these pundits. Oh, they're going to, you know, things are going to sort themselves out. Yeah, that's not how Mm -hmm. this works. Week to week, we have to have uh you know the best four teams and if you've lost a game I you just can't jump ahead of undefeated teams I'm sorry
1: especially two weeks ago
2: <laughs> yeah was it two weeks ago they lost the
1: Texas it were three game? weeks ago and Ohio State lost a week too
2: and you know what I think it makes for a better story when a team loses like Alabama and drops down to like six or seven and then finds their way back up by potentially beating Georgia I mean they're and gonna they control their own more power absolutely but that's you know that's the situation here. If Georgia's twelve and zero at that point, or eleven and zero, or whatever they're, however many games they have left heading into, uh they got three games left, so they're gonna be twelve and zero heading into the, uh excuse me, SEC championship game. And if they lose to Alabama, do they get in? They they almost have to get in, right? Even though they right. didn't win their, based on the, the 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 college football playoff narrative. Yeah. I Twelve zero in the hardest conference, lost to the probably at that point number one or two ranked team in the nation, and they're going to be put in. So who's that going to keep out? Well, probably if they ever even get in there.
1: Here's one last thing I'll say about it in terms of college football. I do believe that if um I lost my train of thought again, forget it. But um oh yeah, if Alabama does beat Georgia, don't come back here and say I told you so. Because we're not saying that we're clearly saying they should not be ranked this high yet. Correct. Because you have to, you can't lose to Texas A&M. I'm sorry. At least well, that's, two or three weeks ago.
2: Well, that's the thing now because now you have another wrinkle in this in this uh, process because Notre Dame has been rising. They're eight and one with the loss to Cincinnati, who is AP number two, CFP currently number six. Um, Notre Dame rising. They'll probably rise in the ranks this week because they – did they play this weekend? They played Navy. Yeah, they they beat
1: the star in the Navy.
2: And they they beat Navy. And Notre Dame has a game against uh, Stanford coming up. While you might not think that's significant, Stanford beat Oregon. So that matters in the context of maybe Notre Dame jumping Oregon if if Notre Dame – Beats the pants off of Stanford, who doesn't seem to be thoroughly interested in playing football anymore after that beat. Down. I think they got beat like forty-eight to seven by Utah.
1: And by the way, Notre Dame, um, beating Cincinnati, like I, they had probably had the third best win this weekend. Georgia smeared their opponents. Auburn, or I mean, excuse me, Texas A&M beat up on Auburn. The other blowout of the week was Notre Dame smashing Navy, which no one has done this year. It seems like. Those are the three best wins in college football <laughs> this weekend.
2: It, it's possible. You are you are correct. I think Ohio State – I think Nebraska doesn't get enough credit. And Ohio State, you know, hanging tough – or I guess Nebraska hanging tough with Ohio State still makes it a little bit of – I think they're going to average that out as a better quality win than Notre Dame beating Navy. But uh, like I said, I think Oklahoma really benefited this week by not being on display. Huh. They could have benefited more by blowing out, but they definitely didn't get hurt by not playing.
1: Right. AM Drive 5 continues here, presented by pickamores.com slash fly. Make picks, free picks for money. It's very simple. All right, let's get to your five NFL teams now.
2: Yeah, there's a big shakeup in this one. Two, uh, two surprises here. The first one is one team returns to the top. And the second one is we get an AFC team in the top five for the first Same. time for me in a month. So I'm going to just rattle them down here. Here we go. Number one, the Cardinals, welcome back to the number one spot. What they've done with backups uh, against the 49ers was more impressive to me than anything any other team really did, despite except for one team, which we'll get to. Uh, number two, the Bucs uh, are back in the number two spot for me. Again, benefit of not playing, being not being on Showcase last week in a week of Underdog Paradise um number three and four are probably going to be a little bit controversial but i'm still going to take the rams at number three as my third best team i think they have the ability to turn it on and off um and and put the pedal to the metal i'm hoping this loss will ignite that number four is the titans who just beat the rams on sunday night football but they sneak into the top five here and it's all on Tannehill. i'm going to say this every week i'm impressed so far with what ryan Tannehill has done since he's left miami and he's the guy that's going to make this, just like Baker, I think, in my opinion, is the guy that's going to make, the, make or break the Browns. And number five, they're going to slide back a little bit just due to the fact that uh, they'll think they had a shot to beat Kansas City, and that's the Packers. I The mean, Packers are number five. And falling out of my top five for the first time all season is the Cowboys. That was an embarrassing home loss.
1: Cowboys out in my top five as well. They had snuck up to number three. My number one team this week is the Packers. Um, I know they just lost the Chiefs, but to me, Aaron Rodgers is what makes that team work. We wow. see Aaron Rodgers. What
2: number one team is the Packers? Huh?
1: Well, yeah, they, they who they beat with backups. The team that you said beat the other team with backups, the Cardinals. Cardinals are number two, though. <laughs>
2: Aaron Rodgers wasn't was wasn't not in that game, though.
1: <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, but they that's oh my lord. But number two is the, I got the Cardinals. Number three, I've got the Rams. I do believe – I mean, Rams losing to the Titans was, was not a good look, but I do believe if they played again tomorrow, I think the Rams would beat them. I think a, fle- a few fluke plays and a few trick plays in the red zone help the Titans win. Number four, I've got the Buccaneers. Um, They actually gained a spot this week from not playing, obviously, but they beat up on teams they were supposed to beat up on, which I'm happy about. Was there a fly that just flew over your head? No,
2: no, no. That
1: was crazy. I was like – Okay, number five, I've got the Baltimore Ravens. I'm sorry, that was crazy. Um, and by the way, the Chiefs are out of my top ten.
2: And the Titans aren't 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 in your top five.
1: Cowboys six, Titans seven. Wow. All right, fair enough. But Titans are Titans are rising fast, though. Let's um get to a couple more things here. Frosty Cornhuskers. Um, Scott Frost will return to Nebraska next year. Thoughts on this?
2: I think it's the right thing to do here in this spot. I know that he's like fifteen and twenty-seven over four years. Uh, it's but it's got to be it's got to be close. I mean, it, it's it's got to be a hard decision here in this spot. Scott Frost has basically you know done everything he can. Nebraska football is just not what they expect it to be anymore. They're not the nineteen nineties Nebraska Cornhuskers here, right. and um, I, I think the problem is is his buyout's just too big which is one reason why he's back because his buyout this year was, I believe 20 million. If, if he have gotten fired this season and if he gets fired next season, I think it's only seven and a half. So unless he somehow wins a big 10 title, I think his this, this next year will probably be his last year, but I think due to due to contracts and semantics, I think he probably earned it. They still play hard for him.
1: One last team swamp, deep expectations should Gators bring back Dan Millen? No, and my reason, is the reason it's always been for this guy, he comes across as an abusive guy who thinks he's a motivator, and he's not. He's just a verbally abusive idiot. I've never liked this guy. I think watching Florida games, you see how much he, he inti- tries to intimidate those players to do well, and they're not doing well. What else do you have? Because it's not there schematically. I don't know what else he's doing. He can't fire defensive coordinator and hope to win with this guy. They got boat raised by South Carolina. Let that sink in.
2: Yeah, you know, I look at the situation in Florida because it's, you know, a little close to home here with me and the team mm-hmm. I, you know, monitor obviously with Florida College football. They're looking like they're turning into the Texas of Florida. You Ooh. know, Texas for so many years got every recruit imaginable because that was the pinnacle program. And 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 guys were willing to go sit there for two years before they got their shot. Well, you know, the people the same thing in Texas. They're like, Hey man, why are we doing this? When there's Texas Tech, there's Baylor, there's A and M, uh, there's there's TCU. Yeah. They weren't even, the, they weren't even the SEC at that point. Yep. Um, so I look at this situation and the same thing's happening at Florida state. Like these guys, you know, the, 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 the younger classes of these recruits, they don't care about the prestige of plan. They want to play football now. And that's, what's happening. The recruiting is really taken a, a step back at Florida and Florida state. And whether that means they're going to got places like USF, UCF, you know, even the FAs and FIUs, and or even just out of state. I mean, they're just, why do you want to go be a middle-tier SEC team and get stomped when you can go be a, you know, upper-tier G5? Alabama or Georgia. Or if you can make it to Alabama or Georgia, sure. But, like, why not go to the ACC and, you know, go play for Wake Forest and go play ball? I think the big thing, first and foremost, is just playing immediately. And that's what a lot of teams, a lot of players care about. And sometimes – these bigger programs, which is always what shocks me about Alabama, how they're able to get recruits to buy into to that philosophy, but it doesn't really seem to work anywhere else.
1: Is Wake Forest in Florida?
2: No, Wake Forest is in North Carolina. I'm just saying recruits, these Florida recruits can go anywhere now.
1: Right. And it's one of the hot spots too. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it for now. Let's When we come back, we're talking basketball. Nicole Jokic is in his feelings, but was the guy he pushed really – hurt that bad as a Miami Heat fan. I'll tell you. And plus Steph Curry's looking good. Who else has looked good through 10 games of the NBA season. We'll be right back. Mike and Aaron drive on Twine sports was by Popple coat am drive for 20% off
0: sports. <laughs> Do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway. So join us at pickemwars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at pickemwars.com.
3: This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today.
4: One of the challenges that most guys have is they don't know how to dress but a lot of guys confuse business casual with ripped jeans and t-shirts. You have to dress for the role that you want, not for the role that you have. Buttercloth is the perfect blend between comfort and casual style, but the key word is style. It's like butter. It's so comfortable. You feel like you're wearing a t-shirt. You're business casual, but you look professional. I love the comfort. Another thing I love about buttercloth is the collars. They come with collar stays. This shirt is the most comfortable material you will ever try and still look professional with a collar. Listen to me. You look great, you're comfortable, and it's the new standard for casual.
5: Aren't you the vice golf guy?
4: Yeah. You want an autograph?
5: Uh, Yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good.
0: The balls are amazing.
4: You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing.
5: Wit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. 12 ounce sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support 12-ounce sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sportsbook. And remember, always gamble responsibly.
0: at fanatics.com the world's largest collection of officially
1: licensed fan gear from all the leagues teams and players you love shop now and get today's special offer fanatics.com officially licensed everything
2: All right, and welcome back into the AM Drive here on a Tuesday morning. Michael Carvelas and myself, Aaron Crouch, and we are presented by Vice Golf. Mike, I know that you've won a couple of Vice Golf amateur titles in your day, but uh, yes. did you know that Vice Golf has been rapidly changing the game? It's very simple. Vice Golf, they make premium golf balls, they sell them over the Internet, and they ship them directly to you. Those balls are as good as anything out there, but a lot less expensive use our special promotional link that can be found at mikeandarindrive.com which is right above mike's head look let them know where it's at right over there uh click the vice golf logo and get shopping today christmas is coming up and they've got some very awesome bundle specials that you can check out there again mikeandarindrive.com click the vice golf logo pick up that golf gear for you or that person you're shopping for christmas get it now because uh from what i understand with the shipping shortages all around the world you might want to order them in november because uh, it might take that long to get here. So vicegolf.com and AM Drive, match made in golf heaven.
1: You know, red and black looks so good on the screen. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, you know what else looks good? This hoodie, bro, that you never Woo! wear.
1: I was just wearing it this morning and had cat hair on it. Stupid cat.
2: That's right. I had my coffee this morning as well. You can find these mugs, these hoodies, and so much more at amdrive.online. And it's relatively inexpensive. I've seen a lot of other startups and podcasts. You know, it's tough. We found an awesome supplier to help us provide you guys with this awesome merch for a a lower price than most places have to charge. So uh, get in it right now. $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, $13 mugs. Right there it is. You see it? Do the mug and hoodie combo. I think that's going to be your best bet. And we got a fan
1: interaction. The the fans are wearing it too.
2: There you go. It is. We got to get – I know what someone's getting for Christmas.
1: (laughs) What?
2: A sick hoodie. Uh, But let's go ahead and dive back in here and get it on the court Talking basketball here, and uh, I saw this uh, video. And initial thoughts were that uh, uh, Nikola Jokic just lost his ever-loving mind. But the more I watch this video, and what I know of the Morris twins, uh, with my limited knowledge of basketball, uh, you know, it kind of feels like this was a long time coming. Now, does that make it right? I don't know. But I want to kind of hear your thoughts about this because this is the viral video that's been circulating across NBA, uh, the
1: Twitterverse. So, I'm a Miami Heat fan, Um, one of the team. I thought the Heat were going to win by more than one and a half. It kind of like killed a huge five-game parlay, which was doing pretty well. And we got boat raced by the Nuggets, who were without Michael Porter Jr., who was going to miss a bunch of time because of his back issue again, which means it's kind of sad because he's so good. But that was his problem coming out of the draft. But as for this game, saw a little bit of it. Um, We were getting blown out. We tried to make a furious comeback. The money Heat did. And then um, Jokic and Bam are fighting underneath the baskets. But that's fine. And then Mark Keith Morris goes up, kind of like gives him a little shove, like stop and play for a foul and I guess argue with the refs. Yo- but he immediately turns around. So Jokic kind of shoves him in the back with his elbow. Now, let me be very clear. I've seen plays like this in football and basketball. I've seen how to hit guys in the back and paralyze them or whatever, and how that looks. This same saying it, Morris. I thought he was the same version of the Twins. Bro, Aaron, they brought on a stretcher. And the guy did not even need his help from teammates to get off the floor. That is yeah. one of the worst acting jobs I've ever seen in my life. And he should be fined for it.
2: Yeah, I don't know if there's a protocol for when a stretcher should be because he was down for uh, what three or four minutes there, and he got up and then
1: went back down. Oh, like uh,
2: yeah, I didn't quite understand that nature as well, and uh, he was ejected from that game too, which I, I agree. I, I thought that mm. that foul. I mean, like you said, speaking of football moves or whatever, like he he came into Jokic right looked like right at the ribs, and that's just that's a big no no in my opinion. That a fool- was a hard. It was a hard there was foul. There's a flagrant
1: one in my – I guess flagrant two because they say flagrant one, which is you don't get ejected for. It's just a technical foul. That's where you make an, an unnecessary play off the ball. But when your literally intent is to just, say, hurt somebody, that's when they get the flagrant two involved because you can make like, like a a, dirt, like a dirty foul, which you may not have mentioned. that may, may not have been emotions boiling. But when you're clearly pissed off and you just do that, then, yeah, the other are going to eject you for it. Even though it's kind of yeah. soft.
2: Yeah, I just I think that in in the game where you talk about how you know I know in our text thread with Twelve Ounce Sports how you know the older guys talk about the physical nature of the NBA and you talk about how it's it's not supposed to be that you you kind of based on your beliefs have to have to be think that this is an egregious play even as a Miami Heat fan this that he should be suspended as well.
1: He, sh- I think they both should be suspended because um that should not happen to blow out. I mean, if it was closer, I don't know if I'd care as much, but. This is – you You can't do that. Like, you're you're both – Jokic, I don't care if he tried to hurt him or not. He was clearly wanting to hurt him. Like, he looked yeah. like he – he don't shove his mind in the back. That's just cheap.
2: Yeah. So, all right, well, we'll see what happens with that. Denver's next game is against Indiana, so I don't think they'll mind too much about uh, uh, Jokic sitting that one out. I, I guess my <laughs> – I keep wanting to call him Nikolai Jokic because my freaking iPhone autocorrected it to Nikolai instead of Nikola. How do you say is it Nicola or Nicola? Nicola. Nicolas. Um Chef Curry, 50 burger last night with 10 assists as the dubs are 9 and 1. Did you see this one? Do you see this one coming?
1: You know, this game was um Trey Young and Steph Curry. It was a great match because they both are decent on defense if if that and they both can make shots. Um I think Steph has been. This is the best he's ever played. I said that last year, and I believe it's turning into this year as well. But this game was like close at halftime. And it stepped at like 24 points. I believe most of those 50 came in the third quarter. Because they just blew it open. And I did not, I looked up on my phone like 50. I didn't, what, where did this come from? Because I thought yep. Trey was out playing him.
2: Yeah, they put up 41 in that third quarter. And oh. uh, Trey did admirably, really finished with uh, what, 28? points ones, like that. He finished with 28 and three right. and nine assists but it just seems like uh you know Steph Curry still with no Clay Thompson uh and just kind of leading a, a fairly pieced together team still I can't believe Andre Aguadal is still on this team I know he's floated around a couple spaces but he just keeps finding his way back it seems right but, but um you know, it seems like uh, the early thoughts are that uh, they're going to try for Steph Curry with another MVP season.
1: You know, it looks that way. Now, there's quite a few contenders that I'll get to here soon, but um, I'm telling you, Steph Curry, he he's just he's on. He, I've never seen him play this good, and that's scary to say, because he's supposed to be getting older, and he's not. Like he's just. He keeps on, he looks better than he did in his MVP season 2016. It, it looks incredible. He looks smarter with the ball, too.
2: Yeah, I like watching Steph Curry play, and I think he's a generational talent that's changed the game, whether you like it or not. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a fun watch, and that's kind of what you want in the NBA. They market their stars well, and he's one of them. So, nice. all right, moving on here. Ben Simmons, the drama is rearing its ugly head again here with the. Um, the mental health issue. Apparently uh, the Philadelphia 76ers have come out and said that Ben Simmons is not reporting to us with what's going on with his mental health or how he's seeking uh, any kind of treatment. And uh, now there's belief that the Celtics are kicking the tires on, on Ben Simmons with this.
1: Yeah. When I saw this a couple of days ago, that like that Ben Simmons was avoiding the team again, I was Oh, here we go. And then he, now he's going to bring a team doctor, So is the team doctor not communicating either? Like, here's my backup. This guy claims I have depression, so I have depression. It's so ugly.
2: Well, what I understand, which what I was reading last night, is that originally they allowed him the freedom to kind of seek out help on his own. And now that he's not reporting, that the team doctor has had to come in and and basically bound Ben to this obligation of seeking help. You know, health. I mean, I guess they're just. I mean, you really, kind of wonder if they're just questioning the validity validity of his statement at this point. Well,
1: I am shoot.
2: I know we I mean, have done that before,
1: and I am because it's, it's. He's he looks stupid right now. He looks very stupid. You, the team is saying we care for you, and you're saying, "Hop, screw you, guys. That's you can't do that." Are you dep- if you're that depressing? You you come out and say it, no. Don't, you, you, got, you got to follow up, man.
2: Well, you would think it's somebody who is struggling with mental health, at least allegedly, you, you know, if your job's telling you, hey, man, we'll give you the tools, the resources you need. We just need you to, if you want to be paid, we need you to actually address this claim you made. And that's the problem. I mean, most of us who are day-to-day, you know, grinders who aren't professional basketball players who suffer suffer from mental health, we don't have all these resources at our disposal, at least yep. for so it's kind of undermining and, and really spitting on the face of people who suffer from real mental health. And again, not going to go to the point where he may not be suffering from something, but when you're making absolutely no effort, but still expecting to get paid, it's it's just not cool. And I don't, I mean, as a as a person who, you know, enjoys Boston sports, I'm not a huge Celtics fan, but I would really hope they don't actually pull the trigger on, on a Ben Simmons trade, especially if it's involving Jalen Brown, which is, what I've read and what I've heard coming through the wire there is a Jalen Brown, Ben Simmons, and a couple other pieces mixed up here, I think the the Celtics would be doing themselves a huge disservice by doing this.
1: And they look as bad as I thought they would, by the way, with a new head coach.
2: That's fair. I mean, it, and maybe they're time to shake up something, but Ben Simmons ain't it. Go, go for the big gun and try to get Lillard.
1: Yeah. No, that would be good for them, I believe.
2: So, all right. And Lillard. Well, we got about uh, three minutes left in this segment. Uh, I'll just leave the floor to you. Your observations, your thoughts, surprises, disappointments through ten games of the NBA season.
1: I'm glad you said it like that because that's I um I piggybacked off what you did with the NHL yesterday. I had my most disappointing, most surprising, my kind of best teams and kind of my best players. Um, most disappointing, Bucks are four and six. Those almighty defending champions are four and six. Hawks are four and seven. Listen, I know Trey Young is struggling with the new rule, which I love, by the way, where you don't just get free fouls. Even basketball purists from old days are loving it. You, you got—they got to be better than this. I don't know what's going on with Atlanta, four and seven ain't him. Lakers are I, Lakers are actually six and five, and LeBron has missed a bunch of time, and Westbrook has off and on played like poo. Um, AD is Aaron. Did you know AD's been hurt again? Shocker! What? He had a good game last night, though, as they did win their game. Wow. Most surprising, um, we just talked about them. The 76ers minus Ben are 8-3. They're first in the Eastern Conference. It's pretty good. Cavaliers. Glenn Kaplan's Cavaliers are 7-4, and they've won four straight. Incredible. As for the best teams in the NBA, the Heat, I have to say, they're seven and three, second in the Eastern Conference. They're legit. Jimmy Butler does not even have to score sometimes because Tyler Hero, who I said would be good this year, had a little incredible. Warriors are another good team. I'm I'm bought in on. Ian McQuiston was right. They're incredible. They're nine and one, best record in the NBA. Jazz are seven and three. And the Bulls, I didn't know what to expect. But DeMar DeRozan averaging twenty six point nine points a game and fifty percent shooting is gonna help. Along with Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball, come on. And as for my best players, how about John ja Morant? 26 points a game. He's shooting 6% better than Steph Curry. Ja is 26, Steph Curry is 27.6. But Josh shooting 48 and Steph's shooting 42%. The three-point numbers are similar as well. LaMelo Ball, who's been incredible, he is he is the guy that Michael Jordan has wanted for 20 years with the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> and finally, Kevin Durant. This is unheard of. 29.5 points on 56% shooting is insane. And the Nets are kind of hanging around like 6-4 and or whatever. And they're being beat by good teams. But Kevin Durant just had 38 last night in a blowout. And, of course, Paul George, 27 points a game and 2.7 steals. But it's the freaking Clippers.
2: Well, and, and just based on looking at the standings here, and I know it's early, obviously we're talking 10, 11 games into the season here, but, uh, you know, the East, one through eight, is decided by two games or less. So Woo! bigger gaps in the Western Conference, which has traditionally been the stronger conference. I know that things are going to eventually shake themselves out here, but um, you know, it looks like the East has got a lot of good teams that are starting off strong. And then they also have, like the teams, like you said, the Bucks, the Celtics, the and the Hawks, who well, yeah, probably will get it going here later in the season. So, uh, well, yeah. All right, uh, last segment coming up after a quick commercial break, and we're going to talk a little hockey, and maybe if we get to the time, an early look. I've already got a bet in on the Thursday night football game, so we'll talk about that as well. After a quick commercial break presented by Vice Golf, visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com. We'll see you in about three minutes.
1: Yes,
0: sir. Sports, (laughs) do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway, so join us at pick'emwars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at pick'emwars.com.
3: This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today.
4: One of the challenges that most guys have is they don't know how to dress but a lot of guys confuse business casual with ripped jeans and t-shirts. You have to dress for the role that you want, not for the role that you have. Buttercloth is the perfect blend between comfort and casual style, but the key word is style. It's like butter. It's so comfortable. You feel like you're wearing a t-shirt. You're a business casual, but you look professional. I love the comfort. Another thing I love about buttercloth is the collars. They come with collar stays. This shirt is the most comfortable material you will ever try and still look professional with a collar. Listen to me. You look great, you're comfortable, and it's the new standard for casual.
5: Aren't you the Vice Golf guy?
4: Yeah. You want an autograph?
5: Uh, Yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy.
4: I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. With Searching
5: the Globe, and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. 12 Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support 12-ounce sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly.
0: fans are gearing up at fanatics.com the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the
1: leagues teams and players you love shop now and get today's special offer fanatics.com officially licensed everything aaron are you a fan of sports
2: i believe i am yes sir
1: and you're a fanatic. What better way to show our fandom than by wearing sweet apparel from our favorite team from Fanatics. Every day there's a new deal on clearance or free shipping. Head to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the Fanatics logo. Support us and your favorite teams with that link. All right, Aaron, a legend is rising or is getting even better. Alex Ovechkin, we talked about him yesterday and he's still going strong. He's tied for fourth on the goals list. What is your thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, it's an incredible accomplishment. Like we've talked about, you know, gone are the days where guys are putting 70, 80 goals up on the board and longevity is key. I mean, this guy's 17 years in the league. It's just, I mean, that's the one thing he's really known for throughout most of his career is just putting the thing in the thing <laughs> and 741 goals. Even if he never reaches Wayne, it's just an incredible accomplishment. And, uh, I'd just like to say, you know, a tip of the cap take, you know, I mean, I know we're right in the midst of a season, but you take a second to give him a tip of the cap. Um, and will he catch Wayne Gretzky? He's 154 away. Mm. It's a tough one. I mean, I don't know if he can maintain this pace the older he gets, but nothing's shown me that he can't. So I'm going to say that he doesn't end up getting there, but, right. uh, it'd be fun to see him chase it because nobody's really gotten that close in my In my lifetime of watching hockey, I know Mark Messier is around there as well, but he's not really part of my hockey watching.
1: He's a 741, right?
2: Uh, Ovechkin does, yes.
1: Okay, does he hit 800 at least? I think you think that's a good goal for him?
2: Yeah, yeah, he'll get 800, no problem.
1: Okay, I I agree with you though. I think he gets 800, but I think he falls a little bit short.
2: He'll finish no worse than second all time in goals. 801 is second all time right now. He'll definitely finish.
1: Which is crazy.
2: Higher than Gordy Howe, but Gordy Howe also played for like twenty-five years. So,
1: who? All right, Aaron, you got some early action here. By the way, go to AM Drive Picks to tail Aaron if he makes any changes, or you know, if he wants to make some money all night as well. Um, Aaron's early Thursday night football bet. Give it to me, sir.
2: All right, so we've locked in a teaser bet here. The line, uh, unfortunately, is moving away from us, so we wanted to get something in uh, before that thing keeps going up. Started out at seven. Uh, is now moving up to Baltimore seven and a half. We grabbed it at seven. We grabbed a teaser bet here. We uh, we're looking at a 46 and a half and we're looking at a, uh, a seven point spread here with Baltimore. I tease at seven points. I think Baltimore is going to come out and really shine on Thursday night football. Uh, looking at betting trends here right now, Ravens six last six meetings in Miami are six and zero against the spread against the dolphins head to head altogether. The nine nine and zero in the last nine meetings, um against the Miami Dolphins whether it is in Baltimore or Miami so that being said I'm looking at a teaser bet here I don't usually love to take overs in Thursday night football but I think Baltimore might be able to get this by themselves so the early Thursday night bet is a two-team seven-point teaser Baltimore pick them and the Ravens or excuse me Baltimore pick them and the Ravens Dolphins over 39 and a half good luck if you could tell
1: I dig it I dig it and I think I I want to take this time to show our appreciation here for Twelve Ounce Sports. Um, we've got some awesome shows on there that air every day. Um, I believe Gracie Marks, who I, I want to have on the show whenever you're here as well. She's been awesome. She hit a little parlay last night as well. I think you hit something as well with the um. Did you hit something last night too?
2: Yeah, I had a dime on the uh, on the Bears to cover, and they did. And they almost got that money line in, too.
1: That's awesome, dude. Well, shout-out to all the shows on Sports. I don't think we thank them enough here. Um, Just Pe- Philly Pete, who's been a friend of the show, Mitch Bernstein, last time we saw him, he was ranting about the um, Braves winning the World Series. But take us home, Aaron.
2: Yeah, I mean, to echo that sentiment, You know, check out all the stable of the 12-Ounce shows. You can find our, our schedule at 12 Ounce Sports Networks dot com to check slash out the schedule. live show step as it slash schedule okay yep. so you can check out where everybody is on when they're on if you want to be a part of the 12 ounce family and have your own show please dm at 12 ounce sports and they'll get you set up that's exactly what gracie did and that's exactly what i think all of us did at one point or another and uh, they give up us an awesome platform to you know bring you guys some awesome sports talk so thank you to 12 ounce sports and thank you to mike for all you do appreciate that we're gonna see you guys on wednesday make sure you support all of our social media is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They're all at AM Drive TV. And of course, visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click all those sponsors' links before you shop at Popple, Fanatics, Vice Golf, Pick'emWars.com, backslash fly. I got to get that up on there as well. Um, and also, our last one I'm drawing a blank on is okay. BetUS. BetUS. Don't oh, yeah. forget BetUS. For your degenerate gambling needs, promo code 12OUNCE for that. So for Michael Carvellas, I am Aaron Crouch. We appreciate you guys listening. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern only on 12 Ounce Sports.
1: Adios.